and welcome back to the Boldly Vulnerable series. Today I sit down with one of my favorite female business owners in Ontario to learn more about how she built her tea company that is empowering women one cup at a time. Hey guys, I'm joined today with Sheena Brady, the founder and tea sommelier at Tea's Tea. Sheena, thank you so much for sitting down to talk to me today. Such a pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me for this chat. So first and foremost, tell me about Tea's Tea and tell me about who you are and what a tea sommelier is. Yes, absolutely. So I'm the founder of Tea's Tea. I'm also a certified tea sommelier, uh, and I'll kind of get into what that is shortly, but essentially Tea's Tea is a female-first tea company, um, meaning that through your own personal goals and desires, we have a tea to probably come complement those and empower them. Um, at the same time, with every purchase, uh, you're also empowering women around the world through our charity program. Oh, so fun. And we'll get to charity as well. Yes. But uh, first, what made you decide to start a business? Why Why did you build Tea's Tea? Yeah, so I've always had a little bit of like an entrepreneurial DNA. Like I started, like I loved yard sales when I was a kid and selling things I probably shouldn't sell that belonged to like my parents and whatever <laughs> to make a quick dollar or whatever. Um, but I actually, my background is in hospitality uh, as a service leader and wine sommelier. I spent 10 years in the hospitality industry. I even graduated school, um, you know, with the dream of opening a restaurant one day. So that was supposed to be my forever career. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, about 10 years into that journey, um, I had an opportunity to help open a big hotel in Toronto, and they wanted me to run their tea program. And honestly, Megan, I didn't know anything about tea at the time. I didn't even drink it, let alone know the difference between like black tea and green tea. I thought tea was something that you experienced when you were hanging out with your grandmother. Like, I had no idea, right? Like, working in the hospitality industry, if anyone's worked in restaurants, you usually rely on seven or eight cappuccinos to get you through that. Mm-hmm. Tea is not something that you usually think about very often. Um, so, but I knew that if I had to create this tea program, going back to the hotel, they wanted the biggest tea program in all of Toronto. No big deal. They're expecting 75 different curated wow. teas from around the globe and tea ceremonies. So, oh you know, how is tea um, enjoyed in Japan versus China versus Morocco versus is Russia. We had to know all of these different things. So um, fortunately, they had a school for this. <laughs> okay. So I found the Tea and Herbal Association of Canada, and that's where I became a tea sommelier. And honestly, I really just took the program at first to prove a point to my boss at the hotel that I was capable of creating a program. Like, I'm a little bit of an overachiever Amazing. like that, I guess. Um, but when I actually took the program, my passion for tea just kind of took off out of nowhere. But thinking back on it, it was because the stuff that I loved about wine as a wine sommelier Mm -hmm. completely translated to the world of tea. So when you think of all of the geekiness, like soil conditions and climate and harvesting and how it all affects that final product, um, with tea, it's the exact same thing. So it was a really unexpected but natural shift in passion. Um, I finally, I was ready to like start a bit of a side hustle while working at the hotel. A lot easier to start a tea company than a wine company. Absolutely. Right? So that's kind of how it it took off. It was a a very small hobby and passion out of my uh, condo in Toronto. Very cool. And then you were laid off, I believe, from the Yeah, laid off is a very nice way to put it. I was fired. (laughs) I showed up to work one day and was just... Yeah, I was told my services were no longer needed. Um, That was a soul-crushing moment for me because I had given my entire professional life to a career that made me feel disposable in one minute. 
you know um, so that was really hard and I had two choices I could either go back to the continue in the world of hospitality which again if anybody's worked in that industry um, you're working crazy hours especially in leadership like you're putting in 60 70 sometimes 80 hour weeks it just depends um, you're sacrificing friendships you're sacrificing relationships you're giving up weekends and holidays all that time where those relationships would usually be spent serving strangers right and making them happy and so you know, I had to really do some introspection. Like, do I want to continue down this path um, where clearly my life is just not working for me? I struggled with personal relationships, family relationships, all of that. Um, or do I try something different? And so I decided to give the tea company a real shot. Um, and so that became my primary focus for six months. Um, but I learned the hard way that it's really hard to keep the lights on when you're starting out a business in the <laughs> yes. beginning. So I needed a job to bankroll my company. Mm-hmm. Um, enter Shopify, which I still work at today, almost four years later, which is kind of a crazy thing. Um, but I thought it'll just be temporary. It'll help funnel some money into the business. And then, you know, when I'm done with that and I can take the company full time, I'll do that. What ended up happening is me being drunk on the Shopify Kool-Aid every day. Like, I just <laughs> love the company from, like, its top-down meeting leadership, how much they celebrate entrepreneurship. They love that I'm a merchant on Shopify because TST is powered by Shopify online. Um, And the irony is the more I work for Shopify, the more my business has continued to explode because I'm constantly in this mindset with Shopify to help other entrepreneurs succeed, which is only stimulating you know, my own success. success. My own success, exactly. And so instead of me being my first full-time employee, um, I've invested in other people. So now we have two full-time people here at TST. Uh, we have interns, and then we have wonderful part-time staff as well. That's incredible. Thank you. So what's your favorite thing about running your own business then? What is it that you love doing every day? So the part that I love about the business the most is also the part that I hate the most. Oh. Yeah. Um, the beautiful chaos that exists every single day. Every single day is different. Like I will think it's going to go one way today and then I'll find out my packaging is held in customs for an extra 10 days yes. just because or due to the current state of the tax wars, I'm going to get a 25% Uh, fee for having like 1% aluminum like in our packaging Um, every day is just crazy chaos here and I thrive in it I love on the spot problem solving Mm -hmm. I love on the spot putting out fires and even though I say it's the part that frustrates me the most it's what I love the most and I honestly wouldn't have it any other day it's it's like there's never a mundane showing up to work clocking in at nine clocking out at five it's just it's not my world at all and I and I love that that's happening and it's so true what you said. Like, I try to go into my business with at least two days in advance right. planned. And it never it looks, never like, looks, it never like, looks like what I think it's going to look no. like. Everything always has to change. And it's good. Like, you have to be adaptable to that mm-hmm. change, Absolutely. right? And I think, like, that's, like, a key um, a key skill as, like, an entrepreneur to have is, like, be so adaptable to that change and, and thrive on it, for sure. And so many people, like, if, if a meeting gets delayed or a meeting gets canceled, they can get really angry and frustrated right. about that. But you have to let that go. Otherwise, you'll just be angry every day exactly and probably actually for you like you're in the business of obviously gaining new clients I'm in the business of selling tea and sometimes I'll try to go after prospective clients and and I will work on them for three months and I will do everything to try and like seduce them to sell tea's tea right only to have my heart broken and they're just Mm -hmm. yeah not right now and so for you like it must be similar trying to go after clients and everyday thing (laughs) right and so you could either spend the time being like super crushed about it which you know I let myself be crushed for like five minutes but then it's on the big girl pants and like move exactly. on to the next problem exactly yeah <laughs> wow 
So then, tell us about charity. Yes. What is it? What does it do? Why did you include it with the TST, you know, brand? Yeah, so charity comes from a very personal thing for me. And it's not really a huge part of TST's story, but it's kind of what fuels it. Um, so growing up, I'll just say I came from like a dynamic like a very modern family environment, um, challenging family environment. I won't kind of go too detailed into that. Um, and then I struggled a lot in my teens for various reasons. My early 20s were a hot mess. And all that to say that, um, you know, female empowerment has become a really big thing for me personally. Um, when I look at other women who are struggling and uh, trying to overcome obstacles, it's usually because they're not getting enough support um, or it's because they're not being treated equally uh, or they just might not have enough confidence in themselves. And, and I identify with all three of those things because I struggled with them at various times in my life. And so that's where charity came from. So um, when we talk about, you know, a company with purpose, you know, I, I want the people who invest in T's T's people who buy our tea to say you know oh I'm going to enjoy this tea golden slumbers let's say because my goal is to sleep better at night I'm going to empower myself by having that tea at night instead of maybe you know a prescription or something like that um, but while they're supporting tea's tea they're also supporting women around the world so we donate a portion of proceeds from every order to organizations that are dedicated to women's empowerment and our criteria is simple you can be uh, a startup or you could be a not-for-profit um, as long as you're a female driven uh, or female-led company rather uh, and your core values and your core mission is to help empower other women like we want to hopefully have an opportunity to connect and give an opportunity to highlight you. That's incredible, and and I've told you time and time again, the charity program is something that drew me to Tea's Tea right away. I love it. It's partially why I love the tea. I mean, I love everything. And you're here to better tell our story around that. That's and that's what I love doing too. Like it's exciting. It's beautiful, beautiful synergy there. Oh God, I hate one of those business words I just pulled that out, but I'm going with it. Synergy. It works in this case. Yeah. So speaking, bringing me on. Yes. Why do you think content is so important for your brand? So. It's always been so important from day one, but it's always been secondary because I'm sure you can identify as well as an entrepreneur. It's like when I raise my hand, like when I say whose accounts receivable, whose accounts payable, who's HR, who's the, you know, the inventory person, who's the purchase manager, um, who's the person who designs the products, like, hello, you're me, it's all me. (laughs) And, uh, you know, as we've grown, uh, I've just learned that it's so important whenever possible to delegate things to other people who are better at things than you are and trust them to do it Um, and content is really one of the most important things that when we had the ability to have someone take it over for us it was just such a priority Um, because we need to better tell our story we're not just a tea company that has great tea we're so much more than that and it's important that that story gets heard absolutely so then I mean, you, like you said, you, you know, to bring, to bring people on, to support you so that you're not always the one who has to raise your hands. How do you find those people? What is it that you look for in those people to make sure you're bringing on the right team? So believe it or not, loving tea is not a prerequisite. It's like a nice to have. So <laughs> yeah, it's great if you love tea, but you don't have to. Um, but fortunately, you know, there are some people who have joined our team who just weren't that into tea, but now happen to love it. And that just happened organically is great um but most importantly i look for people who um are ready to be in the trenches with me Mm -hmm. um so if you're if you think you're going to join the t's team as like 
a salesperson and all you're going to do is sales, it's not going to work out. Because we're small and lean, you have to wear a lot of hats. So that's really important. We're not at the stage where we have the luxury of having different departments for different things. So someone who's quick and agile to move from those different um, areas. Uh, another important thing is ownership. And that's probably the most important thing. So anybody who joins this team, um, especially if you're full-time, it's important that I feel confidence in you where if I left and dropped off the face of the planet for five days, uh, which sometimes I actually do with having a baby, like, baby. like it's, it's uh, you know, it can get, be- get pretty crazy. Sometimes I don't come in here for days at a time. Anyway, so it's important that you are able to run pretty much every aspect of this company is if I weren't here and make decisions like an owner. And are all of your decisions going to be perfect? Probably not, but guess what? Neither are mine. And like, that's just a reality. And what's important to me is if you make a mistake in your decision-making, you just own it. And you say, you know what, Sheena, like I, I'm totally messed up this thing. I own it. Here's what I'm going to do to mitigate this issue next time. And I'm like, perfect. Like, let's, let's roll on and continue to run this company together. Amazing. So, as we briefly mentioned, you're a mom, yes. you have an adorable little Thank one, you. <laughs> you're a wife, you are a business owner, you have employees, and you're just a, you know, regular, normal human being, you're not Wonder Woman. Um, <laughs> so, how do you balance it all? How do you make sure you have time for you? How do you make sure you take care of your mental health? Yeah. Like, what's, what's your secret to staying so sane? Yeah, honestly, every day is a little bit of a struggle on all those things that you just mentioned, but they're all, they're also very high priority for me. Um, you know, talking about being a mom, when I think about my husband, he is total dad goals. Like, he is just incredible. And I don't want to, like, part of me doesn't want to celebrate him too much because I'm just like, dude, you're doing your job, you're a dad, <laughs> you're, right? You're, you're dad. But let's face it, it's, it's 2018, and there's still a big struggle with equality and parenting. It's a very big thing. Um, fortunately, you know, in, in our home, um, that's really not the case. And Patrick is just as involved with our daughter's life as I am, uh, to the point where if I need to take off for a few hours for a business meeting, he's on it. If I even need to go to Toronto for the day, for example, um, for a conference or what have you, like, he's right there taking care of her. Like, he's very involved in her life. And when we talk about T's T and, and, and feminism and equality, um, he is T's T in that capacity. Right, um, he is the type of support that every woman should have in their lives from a significant other. Um, so that was like a really long, you know, ramble about how amazing my husband is. <laughs> um, but to go back to your original question, um, taking time for myself and mental health. So it's a support system. That's really important. And again, like to go back to the parenting example, you know, Pat might not have all the answers on like how to do the day-to-day parenting things, but I think it's important as a woman and as a mom to also just be very specific in my expectations, right? Mm-hmm. So if I know our daughter needs to eat X amount by X time, giving very clear instructions, and I carry that into um, work as well. And so if I'm going to trust other people to do things for this company, um, I give specific fair expectations and then trust them to execute and carry on with it and not micromanage and then get out of the way. So create a support system in my personal life and work life is very important uh, in terms of my mental health honestly sometimes like I just have to check out and I'll have a really nice long bubble bath with a beautiful glass of wine and that's my own little indulgent uh indulgence rather <laughs> um, I'm a sucker for blowouts like shameless oh, like yes like I get blowouts all the time I have a membership for blowouts so yes. it's like it's like a gym membership but for your hair <laughs> Okay, and, I need to sign up for yeah, one of those Yeah, no, it's now. amazing. It's actually, it's my unicorn in my neighborhood. Like, shout out to Carte Blanche Lounge. Like, they're 
awesome. But I know that sounds so vain, but I'm, I'm going to call a spade a spade. When I have my hair blown out, I make better decisions because when you look good and put together and feel put together, you kind of like execute in that way, right? Like if mm-hmm. you're having a really crappy day and you're feeling kind of like grungy, you might like not put out the best work as well, right? It's funny you say that because I do the same thing with wearing heels. People used to always, when I was in my office job, mm-hmm. they like, you know, you don't have to wear heels here. Like you can, and I'm like, no, like that is, that's what gets me in my professional right, mindset. Exactly. I feel good. I feel powerful like, in heels. Yeah. A good so, hair day makes me feel powerful. Like yes. there's nothing that you can't do with a good hair day, exactly. in my opinion. Uh, and then before I go to bed, I have, you know, shameless product blood, but it's true. I have golden slumbers. Um, it's a rooibos tea blend, and rooibos has been known to really help um, stimulate a nice and restful sleep. And, uh, yeah, that's, like, my, my perfect day of sleep. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I'm so excited to have you on the show. It's been great to be part of it. And, uh, yeah, you can definitely check out Tea's Tea at teastea.com. Yes, and .ca. Either. And .ca.